The Foreshore Listens, a series of audio zines based on the Foreshore discussion sessions that considers the potential of the Foreshore as both concept and site. The place between the high and low tide mark. It is a place of friction and constant movement, a zone of unclear jurisdiction, and thus contestation. The Foreshore Initiative asks the following. How do we generate conditions of emergence? How do we take up space differently? How do we support unruly practices and futures? This episode, Embodiment, considers the relationship of embodiment to decolonization. Edited by Stacy Ho, mixed by Pietro Samarco. For more information and other episodes, visit www.theforeshore.org. You can also find an index for each episode of Who Said What that links to recordings of the Foreshore Talks. This series of podcasts, The Foreshore Listens, is an other sites project coordinated by Gen Y, generously supported by the City of Vancouver Public Art Program, the British Columbia Arts Council, and the Canada Council for the Arts. The Foreshore is another sites project in collaboration with Kimberly Phillips, Access Gallery, and the Contemporary Art Gallery. So what I think I'm going to show now is something that will be um, silent and it will take up around um, fifth, five minutes of our time. But um, this is something perhaps um, that I would let speak for itself and I'd love to hear your comments afterwards. If we understand our bodies as the material that we all have and don't need to additionally acquire and bind ourselves in different ways and different formations that are flexible in the public, etc. Perhaps even those things could be something that we could approach and address together.
how to dissolve the separations instituted by philosophical renderings of space-time. Separations that inform very simple categories such as soil, land, flash, body, and then you go back to silent. Soil, land, flash, body, and then you go back to silent land. Soil, land, flash, body, and then you go back to silent land. How I walk about Soil. in my life is I don't acknowledge the, the Canadian state as having Land. any hold over me. I don't feel the Canadian state truly acknowledges the concept of unceded territory, the concept of sovereignty, Flash. the concept of self-determination. Body. Political city is a continuing work. Um, and then you go back to in relation to how to shift our understanding of what's happening in Vancouver, sometimes we have to um, look at the things that live with us, that live beside us, and learn how to make kin with Flash. Um, I learned a lot about particles, um, which I never knew. Um, as a metaphor, I was very intrigued by and then you um, back to that they cement their head down as actually their, their legs or their, their butt. Oh, That's yeah. the <laughs> um, So part of our work as humans is how do we sensitize ourselves to the lives Flash. of others. And these barnacles that are filtering the water and body. Um, you know, we, we often think that Vancouver won't have a water problem, but uh, we don't know in relation to all the, the pollutants and chemicals and plastics, etc. So how do we deal with all of those troubles, um, which, which is part of the Anthropocene, but moving into the Cthulhocene, how do we open that flash? Um, a new way of having a relationship with the world that is not anthropocenic, that is not um, um, and then with instrumental logic, and that uh, soil, um, it's not human exceptionalist. Land.
there was this idea that I, I needed to Blast. learn skills that would help me like reintegrate into my community. Um, when I was like, well, I already have like relationships. I already have a you know position in my community. Like, why you know is this idea that I have to estrange myself from that in order to like find my way back in? Soil, land. A big part of this, the process in making this piece, was reaching out to members of some of the Coast Salish land. nations here and. Speaking with and listening Body. to uh, the history, what what they knew about the history and the place names of and that area. What I found out was that Soil. Uh, that area was was and is a, a real Land. sacred place for for the people around there, and it was uh, it was filled in. There was a biologically rich uh, lagoon and marsh area that went Flash. back to. Uh, present-day Clark Drive that was all filled in Body. for the oncoming industry and CPR railway and the land still being built upon and then they go back to silent land soil land Flash, body, and then they go back to silent land. But also what's dead and alive. For everyone, everything, say our dead. Until it is so, there will be nothing for us. For everyone, everything, say or dead, until it is so, there will be nothing for us. For everyone, everything, say our dead. Until it is so, there will be nothing for us. For everyone, everything, say or dead, until it is so, there will be nothing for us. Essential supports basic structure underlying a system right now. I am near the foreshore as is present. Alert routes anticipating fugitivity. This is a near and an old future. A low wake crashes close enough to hear the logics of the wave input. We move across lands. Our mobility isn't taken. For granted, ID is a numbered inscription. Tripwire defense activated. Common techne, plural, practical, and flexible. Nurtured on sour ground, work songs. Unitary hymnals of ascendant grinds. Swash, salvage lumber, 
wax, binder twine. We drift. Taking in water is an awkward discipline as strays gather to molt under bridges, small dot passages to mouth. Called to the surface. Revolution is a minimal surface, the most minimal surface other than the plane, like a bloom, a smile, curved up into sepals on like petals past the parapet, widening to the throat, lingual bone thumbed to spine, the riparian causeway to ocean, audible integrity, bending moments, cable stayed, us dark-eyed juncos, sighted earlier at the annual camp, in turn this morning awake to snow again, after a better night's sleep, warmer, having prepared ample supplies, as the grease is ready to move, us still here sitting a while. I bow-lined yesterday's divot. I was born by the river. And just like that river, been running ever since. Metamorphic ability is more than a mere shifting form. It is one of substance through which she changes both form and content. As, for instance, when returning to her own shape after curing someone, she holds in her flesh body what, how the other person or animal also is. We see that spaces could be activated in different ways. Um, that a space, uh, a space could stay fluid to allow for multiple types of happenings and renderings that doesn't need to resist the weather or even the climate. These things are not things that we can change. What we might be able to do is to rethink the way in which we fold and bend, and in this case, curve together against and with each other. Transversability assumes the existence of lines that run parallel but which can be transversed by another line, which might as well be an indentation in space-time fabric, an indentation through which the plan of connections afflicts. Traversability, the moving back and forth to different points in time, assumes linear causality, the existence of different points in time, but does not obey its limitation, which is efficient causality. That is the idea that an effect cannot precede its cause.
when I was wa walking across the street, you know, they would kind of surround me like a, and make this like force field, which is kind of like something that happens anyways when I'm using my cane, like there's this force field around me. Um, people like get out of my way, like I have this, you know, Darth Vader sort of presence. So in 2007, I started like trying to come to terms with this like new positioning um, uh, after you know having picked up this white cane, and I really felt like it distanced me from others. Like I could be holding this thing, and then people, you know, would be reading my body as being different than that of my peers. And once I learned my way yeah, through the city, like these walking routes like really became my references to the city and I really wanted to share those with others. So when I became comfortable like walking independently in these routes, I kind of just started inviting my friends in Portland to walk with me and I asked them to like link, line up behind me, link arms and shut their eyes. And I took them on these like, no, an average like hour longer, sometimes longer walks. Um, and then I eventually just started like advertising them on Craigslist and Facebook and just saying like, if you wanna learn how to walk with your eyes closed, you know, show up at this place at this time. And people <laughs> did respond and you know, every so, you know, I would have anywhere from like five to 25 people. You know, the way I introduced the walk is really, you know, um, as it being like maybe intentional time for folks to spend with eyes, eyes shut, um, you know, in non-visual space, maybe an opportunity to exercise their non-visual senses so they can maybe become more comfortable in that space and want to return and explore and um, find meaning. Um, so yeah, I don't think of it as, you know, a simulation of my experience. Uh, I really think of it as like, you know, um, practice uh, using one's non-visual senses. I wanted to find a way that could bring people together in a common language, with common access, with the body as base. And I became really fascinated with how much art my body could make just by itself, thinking about it as a dance machine, as a poetry machine, as a song machine. People will tell me how I do not want to hear them sing. They silence themselves. Somebody told them something about their voice at some time in their life, and they believed it, and they have like been cut off. And if anybody else were to say, you know, by the way, you don't have good table manners, you probably shouldn't eat anymore. 
or you know that way you picked up that flower to smell it just wasn't nuanced enough maybe you should not smell the flowers we would all say you know why don't you just back off <laughs> but we believe people when they tell us like singing is a muscle it's like learning to ride a bike if you got on a bike and rode it the first time good for you but most of us kind of had to struggle and if somebody said hey man stop right there you'd be like hold on a minute i gotta learn to ride the bike and singing is a little bit like that It is from here that I follow a suggestion by Horton Spielers on The Flash. And in one of her um, famous pieces from 1987, she proposed that the violated, tortured, marked female slave body figures female flesh ungendered, which I take as a way of imaging existence without the grammar of the subject. Within the therapeutic context, there, there's a typically a um, a range of um, of therapy from care on the one hand to intervention on the other hand, and. Um, Care being the most holistic, and intervention being, you know, the most explicitly materially changing, and you know, in that, in some ways, that is a strategy question. You know, is is this a an instance that calls for care or intervention? You know, sometimes that is not a, an easy question to answer, and you know, there's also things that require. Um, there's both an, an ongoing project of care, which is kind of what I'm talking about in terms of what is not present in the commons, you know, like, because. So what if we could begin from the assumption that the markings, the branding, the violence actually transfer from one generation to another? Well, my answer to Spillers is yes. The wounding and that which has caused it, it's transferred by the maggots, flies, animals that eat the dead, rotting flesh. Whatever is left of it returns to compose the 5% organic matter that constitutes the soil. Scarce combed through some evenings, through to the evening sometimes, when I work, when I work for nobody. I am in earnest. We will not equivocate. We will not excuse or retreat. We will be heard, is what I would hear if I can see still 
as management of means receiving connections to cosmos, cosmos without losing chaos, words of grid works, living the afterlife of genocide, the afterlife of restraint and fugitivity, the nightlife on an altar of capital, from struggle rehearsing for rebellion fully women on the rise as their sets of practices equal and your punishment does not equal security to the trees to the trails on a run to the river a crisis a crisis of carceral logics, uncontained and homeless, where the tongue is tied as tender. I remember. I forgot. We had difficulty with talk, while the skin carries forth while my cotton and corn. A mind of a picker have I lost. Lifted and moving in multiple moments above all, we have lost a periodic impulse, a pendulum, escapement to movement. The port of entry between states altered under and over water. The solidity of form best achieved by the light falling against us. And in some dramatic and productive way, the light returns and falls against us. What I would see, could I hear, as I smell perfumes on a run to the river riparian slips a strip of land my margining body to see One particular article or essay that I read, uh, written by Tamara Starblanket, put forward that a synonym for reconciliation is to pacify, and further synonyms are to vanquish, to crush, to subdue, to extinguish, to pacify, to vanquish, to crush, to subdue, to extinguish, to pacify. So vanquish, in Bolivia, where I was crush, growing up, there was a system of apartheid. To pacify. Now, in apartheid Rhodesia, to be Chinese meant that you weren't either white or black, you were some, for sure, <laughs> some interstitial space, some precarious space where you weren't allowed to own property. If you were going to have a job, it had to be work meant you were working with um, the indigenous peoples or with the people of color. Um, there weren't schools for Chinese beyond a certain age. 
This was uh, uh, my early, my uh, elder sisters. That was their experience. To extinguish, to pacify, to vanquish, to crush. Just to kind of touch on some of the problems of the therapeutic, um, the source of, of that pain within a you know a medical or paramedical context is often not examined. And um, so finding the source of that pain uh, can really be a source of, of dispute. You know, it, it's not necessarily localized in uh, in the body. So, you know, therapy, and especially psychotherapy, has been very rightly questioned for its ongoing role in encouraging people to adapt to oppressive systems of power. To vanquish, to crush, to subdue. So how did I become an artist and not <laughs> some insurgent somewhere? Or perhaps I am an insurgent. <laughs> to crush, to subdue, to extinguish, to pacify, to vanquish, to crush, to subdue, to extinguish, to pacify, to vanquish, to crush, to subdue, to asking the group this question, I asked them, um, what conditions must be in place in order for you to thrive? And um, they ended up answering the questions as a series of I want statements, so just like proposing like these subjectivities. Um, and, and here are a few of them. We ended up uh, uh, writing all these uh, I wants on, on this wall uh, as part of our uh, installation um, at the end of this three-month process. Um, and and they really became like our framework, the basis for our assessment of the Vancouver Art Gallery. They're very subjective considerations. Like one of them is, you know, everything from like I want the idea of open access to be less than a new idea, for admission. I want to not fight for access to I want people in positions of power to be poor, sick people of color. Really, like subjectivities that kind of related to each of our kind of needs. You know, what 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 need to change? in order for us to feel comfortable and welcome within the so-called public space that is the Vancouver Gallery. I want a museum in which different ways of engaging with the work on display is encouraged and supported. I want there to be a sense of connection and relevance to local communities and land. I want larger printed text. I want to pay what you can, buy donation option for admission, which doesn't shame people. I want things to be hung at varying heights. I want ascent reduced space. I want the ability to work by myself without people hovering, with the option to connect with others when it feels good. I want seating that is comfortable and supportive of larger bodies and of people who would like to lay I down. I want some quiet options for those who get overwhelmed by a lot of I want of all of the workers noise. in the space to be paid fairly, have opportunities to rest, and for their ideas for the space and the people in it to I want specific seriously. acknowledgement of the indigenous land that the space is on. I want some unpredictability within safe boundaries. I want opportunities to consent to taking different kinds of I want of to not just be able to physically get into the space. I want to have a real chance at being a part of things I want to I'm say in. no to projects that lead to burnout. I want artists to establish a baseline for their self-care. I want to be able to sit on the ground when I'm viewing art in a gallery. I want curators to consider physical access when developing the layout for their shows. I want the Vancouver Art Gallery to host an exhibition curated by young people. I want the Vancouver Art Gallery to hire an access coordinator. I want to engage in more playful systems of policymaking and change. I want museums to stop teaching children about art. 
I want children to start teaching museums about access. I want multimodal access to curatorial essays. I want to resist my own art opening. I want the Vancouver Art Gallery to hire a disabled curator. I want the Vancouver Art Gallery to stop charging over $20 for admission. I want the Vancouver Art Gallery to collect work by living disabled artists. I want artists. the art community in Vancouver to be less academic. I want the art community in Vancouver to be less silent. I want people to stop exchanging their business cards at openings. I want the museum to be a liberated space. I want people who occupy public platforms to redistribute their institutional access. I want people who work in public institutions to know that their job is to hold space for the community. I want more places to sit. I want to touch the art. I want the museum to cater to my learning style. I want to understand the work on display without having to read about it first. I want more work to engage my non-visual senses. I want spaces where I can feel safe. I want spaces where I can bring my whole self where all the parts of my identity are honored and recognized. I want anti-racist actions and I want anti-colonial practices to be talked about and put into practice. I want spaces where I don't feel like I am under surveillance. I want a welcoming atmosphere, not a space where I feel like I don't fit or belong. I want free food and drinks. I want soft spaces to lay down where I can journal and draw and process my feelings. I want decision-makers to be poor, sick and disabled, queer and trans people I want the curators of museums and shows to be open-minded to different aesthetics, not close-minded and conservative. I want museums to stop shutting doors on people. I want to be my true self, out loud and overtly. I want to be unapologetically wild. I want a home where I feel comfortable and safe. I want freedom to move. I want people to understand that cultural theft is not essential to the creation I want to let go of the need to compete with others. I want children to be honored and respected, protected and cherished, listened to and centered. I want intergenerational movement. I want to foster non-hierarchical ways of being in the world. And relating to I want other. to stop making assumptions about what people I mean. want to make my ancestors proud. I want people to know I'm sick. I want to problematize. I want to stay in bed. I want to stretch. I want you to know small is okay. I want things to be simple. I want to amplify marginalized voices. I want body shaming to cease to exist. I want people to trust each other. I want a world free of cops. I want tenderness. I want for sick people not to be seen as blueprints for how not to be I want to unlearn shame. I want racialized people to have time and space to fucking breathe and be in peace. I want people to recognize my education. I want medicine. I want to play. I want to be more than a body. I want to process in my own way, on my own terms, in my own time. I want to infiltrate. I want people to understand I don't owe them anything. I want time and space to rest. I want to thrive and not be in survival mode all the time.